If there's one single topic that's on the minds of most anyone in trucking, it has to be the coronavirus. But that's not what this podcast is about. Obviously, the coronavirus is having a massive effect all over the world, with many parts shut down. However, trucking is far from being shut down. And that means there are other challenges and major developments the industry still faces, not just for the rest of the year, but for many years to come. Welcome to the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass way station bypass and toll payment services. PrePass also includes informed software dashboards for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge and thanks for joining us. In the past few years, trucking has seen some dramatic changes. For instance, Paper logs, which were around for decades, have mostly been replaced by electronic logging devices. And that change happened in only a couple of years. And while many of us are old enough to have been using the Internet since the 1990s, it's now a much bigger part of our lives and the trucking business than ever before. Recently, PrePass identified five trends that we expect to affect trucking this year as well as into the future, no matter if you're a fleet person or a driver. Joining me to discuss this is Kelly Fry, Chief Revenue Officer of PrePass and an entrepreneur. Kelly has over 25 years of experience with connected vehicles and fleet compliance solutions. He was the co-founder and CEO of the trucking compliance solutions provider Big Road and held other executive positions at CN Rail, Verizon Connect, Zeta, and others. Kelly, it's good to talk with you. Thanks, Evan. I enjoy being with you always. Well, let's start with an overview. So what are these five trends that will have a big effect on trucking this year and into the future? And how did PrePass narrow it down to these? So the five trends we're going to talk about today are marijuana use. We're going to talk about the changing driver demographics and how to attract different drivers. We're going to talk about connected vehicles, the Internet of Things, and data security. Uh, we chose these ones because as we kind of cross the country, going to different state trucking association shows and conferences and talking to drivers, uh, these are the things that are top of mind in terms of the challenges that are being faced, as well as the opportunities that are available to fleets and drivers to prepare themselves for the coming years. Well, let's look at each one of these. The first one being marijuana, particularly increasing marijuana use and legalization by the states. Kelly, why is this important, especially in light of the fact that smoking marijuana or consuming it in any other way, for that fact, is against federal rules in trucking? Well, sure. I mean, it, it is important to understand that uh, there's now 33 states, including the District of Columbia, that have laws broadly legalizing marijuana. It's happened pretty darn fast when you think about it. And, and even we've got uh, to the north, we've got Canada. Uh, it's the first industrialized country in the world to legalize recreational marijuana use uh, just as of last October. So it's here. Um, and we know that the driver pool uh, now has much easier access to legal marijuana and derivative CBD products. You know, these can be smoked, eaten, drank. You can even rub them on your skin. So as an industry, we really have to understand how do we react to this? Um, what, what is safe for a driver to use? Can they use a CBD product and get behind the wheel of the, of, of the truck? Uh, what do we do when it comes to uh, trying to attract and retain, you know, the broadest set of drivers that we, we can? And especially as we look at, you know, some of the younger demographic where they've grown up with legal marijuana, you know, what's their perspective and, and what do we need to do? Uh, from an industry and a fleet uh, operator perspective to make sure that uh, we're living up to the letter of the law, uh, but also being reasonable and practical 
with our driver pool. Now, second on this list, in no particular order, is the changing demographics of trucking. In other words, while there are a lot of white, middle-aged guys behind the wheel in trucking, those numbers are changing. Tell us about this and why, Kelly, this is so important to both drivers and fleets. Sure, uh, and, and you are absolutely correct. Uh, the numbers and the demographics are changing dramatically. You know, kind of that traditional uh, white middle-aged uh, male uh, driver um, is uh, is certainly becoming, you know, a smaller proportion of the overall demographic. I'll start with why is it important? Well, we all need to adapt and change to attract and retain the most diverse drivers. Um, that diversity trend is accelerating, and, and more than ever, uh, people are discovering the trucking industry as an opportunity for a very good profession. Um, you know, I think the technology is improving, the, the, the work-life uh, strategies that fleets are deploying are changing. So what we see when we look at the numbers is uh, definitely among younger truck drivers under the age of 35, more of them are women. More of them are Hispanic or black and more are educated than their older counterparts, 55 and older. You can see the dramatic difference in the ratio of white male drivers as you move into that older age category. Um, you know, the 50, 45, 55 and up, uh, they're going to be a lot more white uh, male drivers as a proportion. Uh, there was an interesting study that uh, the fellow chief economist at the American Trucking Associations, Bob Costello, you know, last year at the ATA show said that the industry is going to need to hire 1.1 million new truck drivers over the next decade. It's an average of 110,000 per year just to replace retiring drivers and keep up with the growth in the economy. Uh, those are not all going to be white middle-aged males. Those are going to have to be uh, folks from younger demographics, uh, non-Caucasian uh, demographics, and certainly we're seeing a rise in the percentage of women that are getting into the trucking industry as well, which is a great thing. Now, also on this list, Kelly, of trends to watch is a topic that's talked about a lot, but some folks may not be terribly clear about what it means, and that is connected vehicles. What is meant by the term connected vehicles, and why is this concept of importance to anyone in trucking? When we talk about connected vehicles, really what we're talking about is a vehicle that is connected to the Internet or connected to infrastructure uh, using wireless technology or things such as RFID uh, transponders to allow bypassing or tolling. You know, increasingly, obviously, with the the ELD mandate that came in the last couple of years, uh, virtually every commercial truck that's running interstate uh, is going to have an ELD in it. Well, that makes that a connected vehicle. Um, if we look at the number of cell phones that are used and smartphones that are used by drivers, well, that makes it a connected vehicle as well. Um, and that connected vehicle, today it's estimated there's around 35 million trucks are connected around the globe. Um, and that there was a, a recent study by Frost and Sullivan that estimated that by uh, 2025, about 55% of all commercial vehicles produced in North America are going to come off of the assembly line already connected to the internet. So we want to be able to take advantage of that as drivers and as fleets to make sure that we're prepared for that future. Could you give us an example or two of how connected vehicle technologies can be used in trucking and what kind of information or data it could provide? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can imagine that uh, today, uh, well, you'll start to see it. There's, there's something called um, ADAS, which is Advanced Driver Assistance Systems, uh, things such as adaptive cruise control, uh, lane departure systems, collision avoidance systems, uh, etc. These are examples of how we can use an embedded system in the vehicle 
and then also extend that vehicle by connecting it to infrastructure uh, or connecting it to another vehicle in front of it. Uh, that, uh, that ability to improve the safety, improve the productivity with things such as uh, wayscale bypassing or uh, automated road tolling, et cetera. Um, these types of systems will allow us to uh, dramatically reduce um, accidents, uh, reduce things, you know, rollover accidents, uh, the, uh, run off the road accidents. There are several fleets um, that have seen dramatic improvements. Uh, one that comes to mind is there's Chris Reynolds, the director of safety over at the Southeastern Freight Lines. They saw their rollover accidents decrease by 40 percent uh, just by in, in introducing these ADAS systems into the trucks and run off the road accidents decreased by 14 percent, rear end collisions by 22 percent. These are clearly beneficial um, uh, systems and that connected vehicles allowing us to uh, really improve the life of the driver, improve the safety of the driver, as well as the motoring public around that connected vehicle. Now, number four on the list also has to do with technology, and this is one that's always thrown me for a loop, and I bet I'm not alone. The Internet of Things, or IoT for short. Kelly, what is meant by the Internet of Things, and how is it changing trucking? The Internet of Things, similar to what I talked about, where a, a truck is connected to the Internet, well, Internet of Things is really anything that's connected to the Internet, anything that uses what's called an Internet Protocol. Um, so today there's about 25 billion devices that are connected to the Internet of Things. You know, these are things like the connected doorbell, the connected thermostat, connected light bulb. But uh, when we get into a, a truck, you know, things such as uh, automated weight sensors, automated tire pressure sensors, ELDs are a good example of an Internet connected thing. And increasingly, we're getting into the components of the truck, you know, the engine, chassis components smartphones, the freight in the back of the truck, you know, the temperature in the back of the truck, all of these different internet connected things um, provide data that we can monitor and record so that, again, we can impact uh, things such as safety. We can give better visibility to uh, the shippers and the receivers that are trying to figure out where is my freight, when's it going to arrive, what's the estimated uh, uh, time of arrival, departure, loading, unloading, all these different things that, uh, again, are providing a tremendous opportunity uh, for drivers, for fleets, but also some challenges come along with that, right? We've got to make sure that we're prepared uh, for this future of ubiquitous connectivity, if we want to call it that, where everything is connected, everything is reporting, um, and we want to make sure that we're prepared for that. Now, the last item on the list, especially for anyone who's ever had their personal data hacked, is data security, but in this case, data security for trucking. Why is this so important for truck drivers as well as fleet personnel, Kelly? The trucking industry in particular um, is particularly vulnerable. Uh, part of the reason is there are so many different parties involved uh, in moving shipments across the country. You know, you might have a load that originates in uh, overseas in China, moves on a uh, from a truck to a on an intermodal uh, container onto a, a ship, move, container ship moves across the ocean, gets to the port, gets loaded up onto a chassis out to the, the end customer. You know, there might have been four or five, six different parties involved in moving that container uh, or that, uh, that, that shipment. Well, every one of those parties is going to have information about that uh, shipment. 
that ship, the value of the shipment, the contents of it, etc. You know, there's there's a lot of what, what they call a tax surface available, uh, meaning lots of parties, uh, lots of information moving, um, and there's big money. Uh, you know, the the trucking industry is a is a massive, massive. I think it's seven hundred billion dollars a year just spent on truck transportation alone in America on an annual basis. So it's a big industry with lots of parties involved, and that makes it uh, uh, particularly uh, vulnerable to the attack by bad actors. If you look at all the trucks, the heavy trucks that are on the road today, uh, just shy of 60% of them come from just seven model years. And so what that means is you've got a very homogeneous uh, fleet of trucks out there with similar security configurations, uh, similar vulnerabilities that can be um, exploited. So uh, there are bad actors out there that will literally spend 12 months, 15 months, 18 months or longer uh, looking for vulnerabilities in a fleet and want to take advantage of that. Uh, there's one story in particular that comes to mind. There's um, Harold Summerford Jr., the CEO of J&M Tank Lines, his company was hit with a ransomware attack on two occasions. And he said that doing their forensic analysis that they had found out those hackers had spent up to 18 months analyzing the company's computer systems before attacking it. And I love this quote. He goes, these are pretty smart people, and they got a lot of time on their hands to try and attack these vulnerabilities. A lot of time and patience, no doubt. That is Kelly Fry with Prepass. Kelly, thanks for being here for Eyes on the Road. Thanks, Evan. I appreciate it. And you can learn more about these five topics that are changing trucking. Simply log on to the Prepass website at prepass.com. Then go to the Resource Library, which you will find under the Resources tab. There you'll find a recent webinar, Five Trucking Trends to Keep Your Eyes On in 2020. While you're on the Prepass website, don't forget to check out our blogs as well as previous episodes of this podcast, which you can also hear through your favorite podcasting service. You can keep up with Prepass and social media through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening, and remember to keep your eyes on the road.